And we're up. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, hello. Welcome to the Average Minute. Uh, I actually feel that slow today right now. My, my little uh, afternoon nap, uh, didn't. it's lingering. You seem a little off this evening. It's because I'm sober and it's what, 7 o'clock? Uh, that's problematic. <laughs> I, I slept right out of my buzz. <laughs> um, well, we're coming at you. Direct from the Average Minute World Headquarters. Uh, hopefully we don't have any uh, bomb shelters being constructed or uh, hot rods being driven up and down the block. Yeah, the uh, neighbor who likes to grind things did start hammering on something right before we started, so we'll see if that continues. That, that'll be great audio. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, <clears throat> so what do we got? What do we got planned? Uh, well, big, big show. Uh, big show. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, basically, the only uh, MGA thing is ongoing uh, is going to be the battle. Uh, we have a full field. I believe uh, Henderson boys uh, filled up at our last spots. So we're going to be matching up some Henderson people against some of our people. In addition to the Vegas on you know Vegas on West Valley, and then some people will have to end up playing another uh, West Valley. Yeah, uh, most likely we're going to work on the pairings and whatnot next Wednesday and try to finalize yeah. them. You know, the following week kind of thing, just to. Uh, the tough thing, of course, is you got to try to find an even match. Somebody's got a similar handicap to because we play it straight up. There's no, yeah, there, you, we're not sure <clears throat> nothing. We've we've done that a couple years and it gets a little hairy. Uh, so uh, that's about all all we got going. Uh, we got the bastards after that. So if you haven't got your uh, signed up for that, you probably won't eat signed up for it. Uh, I do know uh, for anybody who didn't get a proper chapter shirt for the battle. Uh, there are no extras, so you're, right. you're playing in something else. <clears throat> when we got so many people going, it's not like you can, you know, call up homeboy and be like, "Hey, dude, let me borrow your shirt." Yeah, because that's not a thing. Uh, but if you aren't going to Battle Bridge and have an extra shirt, go ahead and uh, reach out to Whip or somebody, and if you're willing to volunteer it for someone, because we're going to have quite a few people that last minute decided to go and yeah. didn't have a shirt. Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah, there should be like a backup shirt you know like if you're not gonna if you don't have this one at least wear this one yeah you know i don't know who knows dude who knows? I, nobody knows i don't give a shit we're just, we're just gonna show up and play golf um i was thinking about it uh right before we kicked this thing off i was thinking about the battle of the bridge and and um just how many years we've we've um well we started it in 2018 so this will be the uh well no i think this is the fifth because we didn't do it in 20 because you know covid we're all gonna die but uh 18 we actually lost the damn thing uh 19 we got it back we didn't do it in 20 21 we kept it 22 we kept it so this will be the what is that math is hard i don't know was was i supposed (laughs) to be counting i'd have done you know one little two little indians on the 18 uh, 19 (laughs) 21 22 yeah so this will be the fifth um and the fourth time that we win. So, uh, personally, for me, I'm I'm just man. I'm I'm really for some reason I'm just stressing out about it, um, considering everything I'm going through in the metamorphosis of my golf swing. You know, um, it's hard, man. I last year we went and uh, I was able to scratch out a half. Um, I don't even know how, dude. Like I I mean just. Being at the lowest point in my golfing, I just all-time low for me. 
and somehow I was able to like not lose my match. Um, it was it was a challenge. Um, so this year I'm actually I'm worried about it because I mean I don't I I'm at the point where I don't know what's going to happen when I when I swing the golf club. You know, at least the other way I could plan for the shank. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. So. But still looking forward to it. It's always a good tournament. It's always a good good time to go up there and hang out in Parker, Havasu, you know, um, spend some time with the Vegas chapter. Henderson is joining us this year. Um, not to compete necessarily, like, for the cup or anything, but um, they just want to be a part of it, so that's cool. They're going to fill in some of the spots that Vegas couldn't make up, you know, with the uh, gross disparity between how many people we bring and how many people they bring. So... <clears throat> Looking forward to that. Those guys are good. So that's uh, that's the full that's, that's, full that's, MGA that's all we update. Got for MGA. It's uh, very exciting, <laughs> riveting, riveting, riveting audio uh, uh, for uh, MGA updates. One thing I'd unpack if you haven't been to play and played uh, Emerald Canyon and Parker, uh, you definitely you know it's too late to join the uh, practice round, but you should probably get a practice round. That course is not one you want to you know take a match play round with as your first time playing it. There's a few blind spots to play. Right, uh, and then the main thing is if you like to play music like myself, download your songs because there is no data. Right, you're not streaming anything. Uh, not to mention, if you're waiting for uh, that baby to be born, you're probably not going to hear about it until after the round because <laughs> there is no cell reception. There, there is no, there is no cell service out there. So, um, yeah, definitely pr plan for that. Download your playlist. Um, yeah, because <laughs> you're not, and and it's good because you know for for the guys that. Uh, well, D-Rod, <laughs> the guys that like to be on Instagram all day out there on the golf course. Uh, yeah, that's not a thing. So You will not hear uh, Average screaming through the canyons, Get off your phone! <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so yeah. Um, wow. So then, uh, wow, just riveting. Uh, neither one of us had a lesson between you know last podcast and this one. Uh, the only new type news is uh, our chapter leader decided to uh, join the lesson brigade. Yeah, and signed up. Yeah, uh, Whip went full golf tech man. He sold out. Yeah, what a what a follower <laughs> that guy. It's going to be interesting. Now it's it's even more imperative that we get uh, our instructor because he's going to the same dude. So. It's imperative that we get him on the podcast sometime soon, so he can he can do the whole, you know, feedback about all of us. Yeah, so hopefully we can get him a little liquored up, so he can you know take the gloves off and talk the true shit that he needs to talk about. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna come on the podcast and tell tell everybody how horrible I am, I want you to be able to do it without holding any you know without holding anything back. Yeah, uh, when I paid for my, uh, I, I re-upped 25 lessons, and when I paid for it and signed with my left hand, he did make that, huh, you're left-handed. <laughs> I play golf right. Uh, uh, so maybe there's a change coming. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to get new clubs, you might as well... Uh, yeah, stand on the know, other side of the ball. Maybe get a, uh, get a left-handed set. Turns out... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we definitely need to get him on. And um, Whip has his first lesson. What Wednesday? Yeah, he's doing. Uh, I'm early Wednesday, and you know, 
whip not to be outdone uh, has to be before me. <laughs> uh, so we, we actually bo- both go into Golf Tech before they even opened to get lessons done. So I'll, I'll have to show make sure I show up in time to heckle him a little bit on his lessons when they're putting the water bottle on the inside of his leg. and Right. You know, all, all the, oh, don't you think you need an extra noodle over here, Jeff? Uh, right. Yeah, get get crazy with the pool noodles. Yeah. Is that does he do that for you or is it just me? The pool uh, noodles. I think once or twice. What he usually does for me is uh, hold one like at my shoulder to where my takeaway goes under it, as opposed to. Uh, I think only once he's actually put it on the ground for me to you know see that swing plane path. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, that's my biggest problem is I come back thinking that you know I'm coming back smooth and it's just steep. Kind of doing like a pendulum effect type of takeaway, and all that leads is coming in steep, which turns into a slight divot. As anybody's ever seen me leave a slight divot, mm-hmm. uh, and the slight divot is where the shoulder hurts. And uh, I will say, we played golf uh, both yesterday, and I had a tournament today, and I'm probably 80, maybe 90 percent swinging mostly properly on plane and when i swing properly and on plane i don't re-injure the shoulder to where uh, this is probably the best my shoulders felt in six months to where uh i was a little trepidation for the battle because you know it's practice round and then a round right after and uh as average and i played in mexico the uh, day one was a definite pain on my shoulder uh and then day two i swung better and shoulders better so uh playing two days in a row two weekends in a row uh, pain level is not. I, I'll be fine. Jesus, I'm gonna uh, have to do something for, about this. For those of us who are uh, listening to average sneeze, my nose is running. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, if you're in Yellowknife, uh, it was what damn near 80 degrees today. It was. Uh, yeah, the flowers are a bloom. Uh, Matt hit a shot. Uh, not let's just say not in the fairway. And as we're looking through it, I'm going. I think my shoes are yellow with all the pollen from these freaking flowers, and, and my yeah, it's aggressive. My beautiful black shoes were yellow. Mm. Um, um, I might I may have to call an early, uh, you know, it's not prostate this time. It's a it's a sinus. Grab the clarity. <sighs> yeah, uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. I had to actually do something about my uh, nasal situation. It was getting bad. Um, I. I come from a long line of people that sneeze in sets of 12, at oh, least. Wow, and uh, I always thought it was inconvenient. My, my two-pack was inconvenient. Uh, lately, into my 40s, man, it, it, 12 is like the minimum, and it, it'll just keep going like forever until I get in there and like totally flush out my whole sinus cavity. Yeah. Uh, that's good for yeah, all, you, yeah, all you out there in podcast Let's land. do a deep dive. Uh, I'll go ahead and take a picture of the sinus, <laughs> sinus cavity. Put that on. So what you want to do is you want to just snort like shit tons of water up into your sinus cavity and then, you know, clear it all out. It's amazing what what will come out. Like fucking micro machine came out one time. Uh, Hot Wheels. Cheeto. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about your shoulder. And how it's feeling better. I'd like to say it's a it's a swinging properly is what basically doesn't hurt my shoulder, and by not hurting my shoulder, it feels better. Uh, one of the things uh, last podcast, uh, my good friend Average uh, just tore into me with regards to uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know how you have lessons and then you uh, don't practice shit. Why? And I I put it in those words yeah, too. Uh, yeah, I uh, paraphrased. Yeah, uh, and so I actually uh, believe it or not, I hit balls at church. Uh, did really well. I wish I would have done that well on the course on Saturday, but uh, hit the ball where I was aiming, 
you know, nice little frozen ropes, so to speak. Uh, and then I did watch my, because uh, Golf Tech gives you, you have an app to where you can actually watch the video of your previous lesson. You listen to his comments. And then, as you said, they give you a drill. And I can't remember when I've really actually looked at the drill until you shamed me into looking <laughs> at the drill. Uh, and the drill I had was you put like a you know rubber kid's ball between your mm -hmm. elbows and swing to where that way you keep your elbows close together. It helps you keep your arms straight and you know all that good stuff. And the only reason why I bring that up is t today I was coming off the rails a little bit. I started started great. We'll unpack this later. But I started great and then started hitting uh, back to my snap hook type of thing. And I just thought, you know what? There's a ball between my arms. And I righted the ship. And that right there is, you know, thank you for shaming me into, uh, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do <laughs> and, <laughs> and look at my lessons and, and my drill. Because uh, it was such a just simple fix that, I mean, and we were... Uh, you played with me. Uh, I have a moment where you derail and you don't always get it back. You, I usually drink my way through it, and that's how I get back. Is mm -hmm. I, I drink to forget. I don't know what I'm trying to remember, but I forget. Uh, it's a good strategy. Yeah. And so uh, that was pretty much uh, my whole lesson thing was uh, uh, whip. You're now at Golf Tech. Uh, use that app and actually pay attention. And uh, you got nothing else to do. You're retired. You you should accelerate through it. Uh, it is funny with uh, the guys who I know that have gone through the process a little further along than average. And I, uh, both of them are still in that. I'm not scoring well, but man, I'm hitting well. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, today, one of the guys, uh, Casey DeRoche, I played with him at Palmbrook. Uh, he ended up winning his flight today. Uh, I didn't see. His, I wasn't playing with him, so I didn't see a swing or anything like that. But I, that kind of gives confidence. He's he's further along, you know. So basically, he's kind of the original guy to go to golf tech. He talked Matt into going. Uh, Matt told me about it. I told Average about it. Average is the one who pulled the trigger. Uh, and I'm like, well, I guess if you know, you're going to get better. I probably ought to get better. Uh, really think the lesson thing is going great. Uh, standing over a ball, being reasonably certain you're not hitting it out of bounds before you swing is it's yeah. huge it's huge mm -hmm. uh i actually the last two days i lost one ball and that was uh i uh had an uphill lie and i was sitting a little far away and uh i just duffed it and went in the lake but it wasn't i'm not losing balls out of bounds sure that's the thing uh you got to take a water shot every once in a while just that is what it is the keeping it on the course and in the fairway i mean the courses here in arizona those fairways are wide I mean, uh, we're playing Sundance for the for Bastards. The part, yeah. Bastards is going to be a narrow course. Uh, the way we played and sprayed it around on Saturday, we play like that on Sundance. We might as well just, you know, stay here and <clears throat> drink beer all day. And right. Um, well, I, I did notice uh, uh, an observation from yesterday. So we played Sundance, or not Sundance, we played Coldwater yesterday. Um, I did not have the opportunity to play today. Um he had Bed Bath and Eon, you know, Home Depot, you know. You know. <laughs> I had uh, hus Husband Day, so there's that. Um, listen, we'll get into marriage tips later. <laughs> That's a lifestyle segment. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll unpack, you know, how to keep your wife happy and stuff. Um, and if, if any of y'all want to write in, uh, <laughs> I could probably use some tips. Uh, but anyway, so we played uh, Cold Water yesterday, and... Um, one thing that I noticed with you, I'm not even going to get to me yet, but one thing I noticed with you is that all of a sudden, so you, you were doing a self-proclaimed, you know, half to three-quarter swing on the tee box, 
and you were hitting this kind of a high draw with a driver, uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, which <laughs> yeah. that's not that's, a yeah, thing. That's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not following why. How is that different than any other time we've ever golfed? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, to, it's totally new. And I'm sitting there like, I, I don't know if I should say something <laughs> or not say anything. Like, uh, let, Let's start a cold water where we need to start is, first of all, uh, cold water is probably the least expensive course right now in the West Valley. Pretty close. It's got to be it's one, it's one got to be in there. Uh, it's heavily played because of that, and we paid eighty six dollars for cold water. So, welcome to inflation. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, we're time in Arizona where the snowbirds are going to start leaving. The you know spring training is over. The damn Super Bowls what drove all the prices up ridiculous. So hopefully we can get back to you know cold water needs to be a fifty dollar green fee. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to get back down to that think though. I think I think it's going to be a sixty five dollar yeah. summer, um, which you know. If you look at the price of anything nowadays, I mean, everything is just through the roof. You know what I mean? So I think it's just it's just one of those things. Um, so we're, we're just going to have to adjust to it. Um, but I did notice that, um, I mean, it was it was in good shape. I can't say anything bad about, you know, the uh, overall yeah, the, condition. The, the only thing I would say with regards to the condition is you could tell it was played a lot. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you, you can't, can't go I mean, out there and fill divots it, quick it, enough yeah, to as keep far up. as yeah, as far as greenskeepers are concerned. Good job, you pat on the back. It's yeah, a, it's in good shape. Greens rolled fine. Like I say, the only issue is it's played a lot. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing with us is uh, we we started a smooth six forty eight. That's, <laughs> that's rough for me. Uh, and uh, I was I was surprised. I'll be honest with you. I was surprised when I rolled up to your house. At seven minutes to six, <laughs> and, the, and your garage door was already open, and I was like, "Holy smokes, is it still open from last night?" <laughs> that is a possibility. I did. Uh, we went to Havasu once, and I left both garage doors open for the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I live next to a uh, basically cop. Uh, his cop car is parked out front of my house all the time. I, it's fine. Um, the other thing I noticed with your round yesterday is uh, you were making a lot of uh, solid contact with the top of the ball. Uh, fortunately, that did not carry over to today. But, yes, uh, I'm not really – I think it was trepidation of uh, possibly over-divoting and hurting the shoulder or what. But my my swing was smooth and proper. I just – my contact point was not there. I just wasn't uh, hitting the top of the ball. It, yeah. And but I mean, you're, I'm hitting the top of the ball, hitting the grounder exactly where I was aiming. I mean, yeah. Let's look at the focus on the positives. So you're just just worried about about you know hurting uh, your shoulder because because I'll I'll be honest with you, I get I get a same like I, I get this weird um, almost like a pinch nerve situation in my in my wrist that when that happens, man, it freaking stings to to hit the ground with a club, and so I get I get that same you know where you're just like fully anxious about impacting the ground with the club yeah. and it just make that's all you can think about when you're swinging the club is don't do this don't do this don't do this and it it just doesn't make for a, a nice solid contact so well, one, one of the things i'm working on is uh you know shallow swing playing blah 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 uh he, he's wanting me to move like two inches closer to the ball so i'm standing taller and i was trying to do that and i just i wasn't wasn't feeling it, and I was concentrating more on the shallow swing, and uh, you know, I, I was able to correct it today, so I'm not 
I, I was pretty pissed off about it Saturday, but correct, I corrected it today for the Good. most part. I didn't. I don't think I had the the one I I was topping chips, which that's where. Well, well let's finish unpacking cold water before I start cussing about chipping. Uh, you uh, you hit a lot of great drives. Uh, I see if you're wanting to uh, you know talk what I see your <clears throat> practice swings even like you were telling me earlier you you know do practice swings without a club your takeaway is always on point nice and shallow when you're doing that practice swing and then you retro back to that I, I mean I can't describe it just the way you you come back and you just you Jim Furyk mm-hmm. it a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and you do that mostly with your driver I, I didn't see it much on your iron play but uh, mostly with your driver you really you, you kind of do that you come back slotted and come back into the shallow plane but I'm sure that's what Jeff would correct if uh, he saw you do that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's funny. We haven't even really got to my driver. Um, uh, like, yeah, man, there's there's just so much left for me to get to in my lessons that, <clears throat> on the one hand, it seems almost insurmountable. Like, oh, there's just too much for me to overcome. But then, on the other hand, I'll go and have I'll have a good lesson, and and you know, he's very. It has a very good way of being reassuring, like, dude, you're you're trusting the process, and you're going to get there, and it's it's all going to add up. You just got to, you know, keep doing what you're doing and, and trusting the process. And I think that's, that's a big thing um, that a lot of people probably have a hard time with is going in and getting broken and then going, how come I can't, how come I can't do this? How come I can't do a, a full, you know, and it's like, because you're broken. And yeah, that that gonna- was my trepidation for starting lessons. I knew... That scores were going to go to shit. My playing enjoyment was going to go down. But even though my scores have gone to shit, the excitement I have towards hitting the next shot, because I'm not concerned about. I hope I don't hit this on the highway. Uh, right. I mean, I hit. <clears throat> I hit drivers today that on holes I would normally be four ironing, and just confident driver right, you know, down the middle. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's it's definitely a completely different perspective when when you're going through what we're going through. Um, uh, uh, one fun thing Matt and I both did to each other the day he did it to me more is uh, you'd have a, that nice smooth swing and the ball just kind of rockets off and uh, how did that feel? Right, like, Jeff, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now how did that feel? How did that feel? <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest, I am going to be going into my lesson tomorrow and just pouring my heart out like, dude, I can do, I can do the swing. I, I'm doing it. I do it all the time. But God damn it, you put me on a golf course with a ball and a club and where it counts. And uh, that's, I can, I can go in a hitting bay. I can go in a simulator. I can go to, to the range. And I can do the swing all day. I mean, I hit 150 golf balls at church on Thursday. I hit 150 balls, and majority of them I was satisfied with, right? I mean, there was still, but it's one of those things where I'm looking for reps. I'm trying to build muscle memory. I want, I don't want to think about how I have to swing the club when I am addressing the ball, if that makes sense. Like, I want to just get up there and go, just swing the swing the club you know how to do it you're, you're just gonna do it like i don't want to have to tell myself okay shallow back shallow through do this do it. like there's just too many swing thoughts i want to get up and go hit the ball and so that's why that's why i'm looking for reps right and I, and i was doing it and thursday 
at church was probably the best overall range session I've had since I've started this um, because I was I was hitting the ball like I was actually taking my lesson application and and it was working right and then we go out and I was super pumped to go out <laughs> Saturday and it just nah not today. Yeah, he, you know? he did do the kiss of death after church. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Saturday because I think I'm going to play well. And like, we, we've never successfully pulled that off. <laughs> Somebody needs to stop saying that shit yeah, out loud. I'm, I'm going low. <laughs> I'm definitely going low. Yeah, not not so very much. I mean, it wasn't like I was spraying the ball all over the place. I, only, I, I had one ball OB off the tee, and that was fucking cart path. Um, and then I hit one ball in the water on 18. So I lost two balls, which, you know, coming off of a weekend in Mexico <laughs> yeah. where we lost, you know, quite uh, a few. I was uh, digging through my uh, shag bag portion of my golf bag today, uh, just trying to find uh, something else. And I'm like, there's no balls. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mine, <laughs> no balls. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, so at cold water, uh, both of us played eh, so-so on the front nine. I, most of my bad shots were topping it. Uh, then we get to uh, 10, and I righted the ship and played 10, 11, 12, 13 pretty well. 14, I managed to recover uh, as par 3. And then on 15, we get up there, and uh, averages were driving from 14 to 15. <laughs> goes, man, you're playing the back nine really well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I did. Jinx. <laughs> Goddamn uh, jinx. Uh, that was a nine. Uh, that was my first sprayed into the world, uh, then shanked into the wonderful yellow uh, flowers. That was nice. Uh, suspended a good eight, ten inches off the ground and duffed that. Took an unplayable just because I just did. I'm, I'm over it at this point. And yeah, but long story short, par four got a nine. Yeah. But that, but thank you, average, for letting me know I was playing well. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, no, because we had the conversation. It wasn't a, it wasn't that wasn't the intention. It wasn't. Oh man, you know, if you just par out, it was. It was like, dude, because uh, you were so down on yourself on the front nine, you know, with topping the ball, and you know, you had a couple of bad holes, and it was just one of those things. Like, dude, you've you've corrected. Like you're. You know, you're you're playing well, and it wasn't a he-he-he, let's see if I can get, you know, get in his head. Well, even when you're on the course, that, that you know, you're, you're trying to go for the encouragement type of thing, but we both, everybody, needs to work on the don't mention anything about the scores. Like, yeah, you're, you're swinging well, you're, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, that bird taking your ball away, you'd be doing great. You know, just anything that's not... Hey, you're scoring really good. <laughs> you know you're one under par right now? Yeah, when you birdie the first hole, I, yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and it's crazy how, as you know, I assume it does it to the pros, too, but us mediocre golfers, like today I was playing, uh, I played really well. I started par-par, which that, that ain't me. I'm, par, I'm a double-double kind of guy. Uh, ended up uh, carrying over to the, we started on the back nine, carry, carried over on the front nine, playing pretty decent. Had a train wreck on three, like, you know, I, I birdied that hole last time I played it, so I was due to, you know, give back the golf gods. Uh, <clears throat> had a bad shot on four, uh, righted the ship a little bit, and then when I got back to the uh, back nine, again, I already had two pars on the back nine, and then when I parred the first two holes, I'm going, you know what, I'm probably going to, or I, I'm, I'm probably going to shoot even par hmm. on back nine. Uh, end up getting a five on the next hole, and I'm thinking, you know what, I can bring that back because this, this hole's easy. 
so it's probably a birdie and uh yeah seven and i stopped counting again I, yeah that's how that goes yeah, so uh stay within your game stay on the hole you're on and don't count your score until you're done you know it that's another change that i'm going through as well um that i don't really talk about a whole lot but um i used to i used to absolutely be the guy that never wanted to know good or bad i didn't want to know where i was at i wanted it to be a surprise one way or the other when i got to the end of the round what did i shoot um i slowly started giving a, a crap about front nine score back nine score uh but i didn't want to know you know where i was at throughout um and I've slowly started forcing myself. It's not because, oh, I'm just curious now. I want to know. But I'm forcing myself. I'm, like, adding another layer of pressure by forcing myself to kind of pay attention to where I'm at and what I need to do. You know, like, oh, shit, you know, you're already, like, six over. You know, you need to, like, get some pars here, you know. Um, stop the bleeding. And and I don't know. It's not all bad. Um, I naturally it does that doesn't um agree with me uh but i think i'm i'm fighting through it and and you know forcing myself to to not get in my own head and you know i can think i can get up on the tee box and think to myself okay let's try to make a par here and not not so much a you have to make a par as, as much as let's try let's try to make a par you know and how do we do that it, it that gets into the whole course management thing like hey it's a it's a 325 yard par four. You don't have to hit driver. Let's just try to make a par. What would be the best, you know, and right now it's hard right now because I don't have a lot of confidence in really any one club. Like there's usually that one club where you're like, I know I can hit this well. Um, and for me, it's, that's like a short, I mean, that's like a nine iron or pitching wedge or something. So I'm sitting there going, okay, well, it's not, I want to tee off with that. So how do I leave myself? you know, 100, 120 in, okay, I want to hit it 225. Okay, well, is that a three wood? Is that, because if I, if I hit a driver and I hit it well, um, I'm going to leave myself 75 yards in and that's a terrible yardage for me, you know? So why would I, why would I try to leave myself in that position, you know? Um, So it it is, it's a lot of, but that's the kind of stuff that I want to be thinking about on the tee box, not, okay, shallow this out, shallow this out, you know, square the club face. I don't want to be thinking about that stuff. I want to be thinking about, okay, I want to hit this, you know, I I want to club down and, and hit this however far. I want to leave myself this yardage. I want to start, that's, those are the thoughts that I want to be having when I'm on, on the tee box or, or getting up to my ball in the fairway or whatever that. I want to be having course management thoughts and not trying to pound course management thoughts on top of the, oh, shit, uh, how's this going to go? You know, if I swing, where's where's this ball going to go? You know, it just it makes for a really stressful, frustrating round when when you do that. So that's kind of the other the other change that I've I've been forcing myself to go through. In addition to the physical, you know, the mechanics of the of the swing is just my overall approach to, to the round. Um, which I think is is important. I think a lot of people. I man, I we need to change the name of the podcast to Course Management with Average Johnson because yeah. I like <laughs> <laughs> like I just keep harping on course management, but it's it's vastly important. And I think most most average you know mediocre golfers really don't pay a whole lot of attention to course management. They just go, 
well, I'm on a par four or a par five. I'm just going to try to bomb a driver as far as I can. Who cares where it goes? Not that we really ultimately have a lot of control over it because we're not that good. But if you can look at it and go, okay, I want to try to be on the right side or I want to be on the left side or something like that, you know, better angle in from over there, you know, those, those kind of thoughts. I mean, that, that's really how you need to, to approach the round. And even if, even if you ultimately can't, if you're trying for it, well, aim small, miss small, right? So if, if, you're, if you're trying to hit the left side of the fairway instead of just, I want to hit grass, I want to be laying one in grass somewhere playable, um, that, I don't know. That's that's kind of the the goal for me. I'm not there, but those are always the what I aspire to is to have those kind of thoughts when I'm when I'm addressing the ball. What am I trying to get out of this? Am I trying to put it on the green? Am I trying to just leave myself with a you know a, a chip that I can put close? You know, so uh, I've been playing that way for a while just because uh, my driver is so errant for so long. That anything you know, 340 or less, I'm going to hit an iron off the tee because I want to put myself in that 120 to 140 kind of range. Uh, I actually can hit the green from there. Where if I hit that, yeah, you bombed your driver. Now you're now 55. You get, you don't got that shot bout. Right. Uh, and then you said something about left hand or right hand side of the fairway. Yeah, that's I, I, I'm almost there to the point <laughs> I can think about considering the eventual time I'll be able to actually hit that shot left or right. But for the most part, if I can find fairway. With any club, I'm I'm fine. Uh, that's one thing that's going on right now in Arizona. You got a lot of dormant. Uh, all the rough is basically dormant uh, Bermuda. Uh, it's been walked on and smashed, and it's uh, hard pan with a little fuzz on it is pretty much what it is. Uh, you can get a you can get a, a short iron on it pretty good. If you got to hit a long iron, you're going to have an issue. Uh, you're better off in the fairway, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Newsflash: Being in the fairway is better on a golf course than not. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know when that happened, but that's a thing. Well, you <laughs> seem like on Saturday, back to the whole uh, heavily played course, um, it can be penal to to be in the fairway because you're in a good chance you're going to be in a divot. You know, when you're hitting the ball in the same place as everybody you know, else. What my three best drives were? Oh, the first two, I'm just going. Are you kidding? I'm in a divot. The third one, average, just finally goes. You're gonna kill somebody. Could you just take it out? Just move it. You're yeah. You know. Well, that was you know why that was? That was because you fucking roped your drive on eighteen, center cut, middle of the fairway. You hit a great layup sh- like just hit a, a beautiful what, seven iron? Seven iron, yeah. And that was the shot. Like you get up we got up to that ball and it was in a it wasn't like it was a two-week old. I mean, it was like a heavy, you know, yeah. I'm sitting there going, ain't no way he's putting this ball on the green. There's no you, you fucking could, way he's you putting could see, it on the green. I could have hit the top half of the ball, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was like, dude, just move it. Like, that's not, that's that's fucked. You hit two great shots back-to-back. And that, that gets into the whole, uh, where are we at with that? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. And... The whole PGA Tour or uh, USGA. Or- I'm completely on board with uh, you should get relief from a divot, you know, an unrepaired divot. I mean, maybe so, if it's filled with sand, you're okay. But you know, so it's the uh, so what about pace of play? Because you better believe 
every time they're if, if it's like they're gonna even, call a rules official yep, going and they're yeah. gonna wait for ten minutes and for a rules like, no, official that's a, to get that's out a there footprint. And go. It's not a divot. Yeah, yeah that's you get into all that. That stuff. was a divot, you know, a month ago, but I that's mean, no you, longer you, a divot. Who's who's judging what is considered a divot? And you, what is you got that? the Deschambeaus of the world standing fifty feet away from his ball, going, "Look, I'm stepping on a root. I get to move my ball." It's like you you're not gonna strike the ball like where you're at right from there. That's yeah. no, I need to move it. You'd, you'd get that so much so. I get that, but I mean, PGA tour wise, those courses are just you know dialed in and you know perfect before they get there, and they're creating all their own divots. It's not like uh, we're playing a muni, uh, right? It's I guarantee. I mean, it was full tee times all the way through, so it's getting a lot of play. Uh, you're playing, you know, again, it's one of the less expensive courses on the west side. Uh, the people that play there, like we were supposed to be with another twosome. Uh, they, we got there. You know, we're six twenty something or whatever, and the starter goes, "You're six forty eight. These guys aren't here yet. You want to go?" And we said, "Sure." And so we took off to the tee box and both hit our balls. By the other two guys are supposed to meet up with us, and when they got there, I'm all, "You guys want to just you know chase us or you want to join us?" And there's, "Oh, we'll chase you." And it's like, "Okay," but those two guys, I mean, we look back after we were finishing on the tee, and they're a uh, hundred yards off the tee box. Uh, you know, we're finishing a hole. They're a hundred hundred yards off the tee box, still fiddle fucking around. So you know. They're probably causing some, you know, heavy divots and mm-hmm. not fixing them, and you know, it's just that that sort of play really hurts you when you actually hit a good shot and yeah. you're penalized because you can't get to your ball because nobody filled that divot in. Well, to to put it in perspective, the the kind of course that Coldwater is, we were worried about whether or not we were going to be paired with Jeans guy <laughs> when we pulled yeah. up, and we were like, oh shit, this is our guy because yeah, yeah. there was like all of five people there. Yeah. And this oh, guy's getting out of his car. And yeah, we're like, we were oh, paired shit, with him. Dude, his jeans guy. <laughs> I don't want to be paired with jeans guy. <laughs> uh, no offense, uh, Jimmy Fulton. <laughs> he wasn't wearing sandals. <laughs> but it was jeans guy, jeans dude. Guy. I don't want to be paired with with jeans guy. Uh, that falls under the uh, people who annoy you yeah. <laughs> category. Dude that wears his best jeans to the uh, golf course. I'm out. I'm out on that whole that whole scene. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, what were we even talking about? Course uh, management. Course management. Yeah, oh, I think I beat that. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, you hit the shot to where you can hit the next shot. Uh, I was doing great today with chipping. Uh, I ended up finishing fifth, four strokes off the lead, and I had at least. I'm going to say I'll put the over under at eight bad chips that you know just cost me stroke at least. Uh, mm-hmm. That was where almost all my trouble was. Uh, my lesson coming up, I'm pretty much going to go, yeah, I'm just going to keep following what I'm trying to follow with what you said on the previous one, so let's just not rehash that. How about a 30-minute, how can I fucking hit a chip? And it's, I can practice swing and do that nice swing. Uh, you saw me at church. I hit about 5'10", just chipping and hitting the right tempo, hitting the ball. I get up there and I just stab at it. And mm-hmm. I can't. It's a mental block. So I, you know, maybe a hammer or something might <laughs> work. I don't know. I just can't. Now I went. I went two for three uh, with my. There were three times that I go. Uh, let's see if I can get cute with this club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, first time, uh, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but the second and third time, the the fact that I that that I even pulled the club and went through it a second time uh that's fortitude yeah that was um, the fun thing with uh, playing with you on saturday is it was the the fun round it's like you know 
I would putt this 90% of the time in a tournament, but ah, I'm going to chip it. It's just me and average. Yeah. And, you know, the result's just as bad as they'd be in a tournament. I just, you know. Uh, right. Well, I was pretty happy with my two for three. Uh, had some had some good results chipping wise. Couple holes, but it's the it's those those are the ones you have to focus on. I had so many bad shots, <laughs> so many bad shots on Saturday that you got to focus on. You know, even as even that one, like I hit my we that was the hole we both hit our drive way left. You know, into the into the ravine. You know, and yeah. You hit your ball onto the green from a bush, and I was just off the green, but like hit like the miracle shot out of a bush. Like compressed the ball like I've never done in my life <laughs> ever. Like I I didn't even see where the ball went because I kept my head down and, and just you know swung the club, and it was like that was the best feeling shot I've ever hit in my life. Where did it go? You know, and um, yeah. It's amazing when all I was focusing on on that shot was keep your head down, just hit the ball, square the club face, hit the ball, nothing else. And to the to the the point where I I didn't even like I knew that that it was going in the general direction that I was trying to hit it, but had no idea. Like so, I love those. When you just swing and it just feels like, you know, in, in your head you're going, I think that's going to go exactly where I wanted it to, but I didn't see it, so I have no idea. And then right. you always ask the guy who's playing with you, and uh, for me, uh, if I don't see my ball, the person who I'm playing with almost never sees it, uh, and so I feel bad when you know when you hit that ball, you're all, do you see that? I'm like, no, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Damn it, I wasn't watching. Uh, but we we drove up, and he goes, is that me on the green? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's me. And then you were just short. Yeah, no, I was I was I was off to the right. I knew yeah, I was I right. knew I was headed right, but um, like I was worried that it just went way too far. And it was actually it turns out it was the right club. It was just right right side of the green. But anyway, um, do you want to uh, break real quick, and then we'll get to your the rest of your what do you got any lifestyle? Do you got any? Uh, we got a life. We got to go lifestyle segment, and then. Uh, People who annoy you, uh, of course, uh, and it's going to be a rehash of uh, a previous annoy me thing because I just find it interesting that uh, it happens to one particular person the entire time. So, sure, there's a tease. Okay, uh, we'll be a tease like they're waiting just <laughs> yeah, like yeah, point yeah, fuck yeah. seconds. Okay, yeah. well, we'll uh, wait be for right. these commercials. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh yes, uh, lifestyle segment. Lifestyle segment. Uh, so, not to harp on the old uh, shoulder like uh, we've already harped on, but you know I cry like a bitch. Um, so, uh, Matt and I are, are now going to the same chiropractor in addition to the same, uh, uh, golf instructor. Uh, and so he was telling me how, uh, well, my shoulder pain is different than your shoulder pain. Cause it's this and not that. And even the doctor told me it's different. You need to, you know, stretch your neck out. And he goes, Oh, by the way, uh, you swing by my house and uh, get my inversion table. And the funny story with him and his inversion table is he's willing to give it away because, uh, he got in at one time and, uh, you know, flipped the old inversion thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's trapped. He can't get back out. <laughs> he's stuck. <laughs> uh, and ever since he told me that story, I'm like, I don't know if I want that. I'd have to have you as a lifeline. And <laughs> Jessica's, if I don't call anybody in 30 minutes, <laughs> right. rescue me. Right. Uh, and then uh, when I came over here today, you told me about how uh, you, you've had an inversion table for, like, months and you've never uh, sold it up. 
Kelly uh, Kelly got me one when we moved into this house. So uh, oh wow, year plus <laughs> over a year. Um, it's been sitting in a box, mint mint in box mint. <laughs> for uh, as Low long as, as long as we've lived here. Um, and yeah, we I just never because I'm scared to death because I hear I hear the stories <laughs> yeah. about people you know, and I'm like. I just I don't know. I I could see myself we, getting in that thing. We came into the house and he was basically a raisin hanging upside down. Yeah, and and he did. Uh, so uh, I have my own uh, today. I we finally decided it was time to get that thing out of the box and put it together. And um, we were doing some stuff in the in the front room of the house, which is like a guest room. And uh, and, and then one of the nice things I've I've always seen with the averages. And this is when. If you go to the lake with them, if you go, you know, the RV or anything they do, those two have such a great system of you're doing this and I'm doing this. So I'm, I'm sure this is a Mrs. Average is probably reading the instructions and you're, you know, <laughs> following through. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of because so we, we did a couple of things. We, we went and uh, purchased a new bed for the guest room. We, uh, we got a new TV. We had a TV in there that just wasn't mounted on the wall. Come to find out. That it was a piece of shit and broken, like couldn't power on. Uh, our our daughter's like, oh yeah, that thing's that thing's junk. It won't turn out. That's why I got rid of it. And it's like, why are we holding on to this? So the TV was already had a TV mount and all that good stuff already. We on had the wall. so we we had that was like the last frontier. I, like, I only say that because I'm so impressed with uh, you when you told me, yeah, we hung up a new TV, and I was like, well, man, do you know how to do that? Because I need mine hung up. <laughs> yeah, no, I've done I've done a few of them. I, I hung the one in the living room. Uh, we did the did our bedroom, the living room. Um, the, that front room was just kind of a catch-all for all the stuff that we hadn't hung on the walls when we moved in because we needed to paint. You know, there it was just kind of a catch-all room for all the miscellaneous stuff. So um, we finally decided, you know what? We've had a futon that we that we brought. <laughs> now, mind you, it's not your college dorm futon; like it's a you know decent piece of furniture, but it's still a futon, right? And uh, for a guest room, uh, not really the the great sleeping arrangement that you want. Yeah, for... my, my guest bedroom, I did the futon with because uh, my mom comes to visit on Thanksgiving and. Uh, she slept in there one night and said, yeah, I'm not sleeping on that again. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we decided, uh, let's, let's go. We, we went and, and bought a new bed. And I'm like, all right, let's, we need to mount the TV. And um, Kelly's like, oh, yeah, we have this mount, you know. So uh, anyway, come to find out the TV was garbage. So we went out and bought a new TV. TVs are fucking cheap nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you're getting something under, you know, 60 inches type yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it's, we're, it's a guest room. We're not looking for, you know, the entire wall. Anyway, long story short, get all that stuff, mount the TV, hang, you know, hang, hang a bunch of pictures on the wall, do do all that kind of stuff. And, um, and she's like, hey, let's put that inversion table together. You know, and I'm going... That sounds like a really good idea because my back's been fucking hurting me, right? Like there's all these swing changes and stuff. Like oh, you're I've, using muscles you've never used. I have had a well, I've had a uh, a bad lower back since I'm a teenager, right? Like I I, I broke my tailbone when I was in high school. What do, was his name? Doing <laughs> doing the long jump, right? Just landed sitting down, just right. Anyway. Did that? Got Never a really, heard it called the long jump. Got in a really bad car accident when I was sixteen. Rear ended, I presume. Yep, that's my specialty. <laughs> uh, 
um, a, a, a myriad of other. I was gonna say rule of three. That's two. You set me up one more time. No, there's <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely uh, plenty of reasons why I've, I've had, I've struggled with. I've, I've been, I've been going to a chiropractor for a, a very long time. Not, not, not regularly anymore. Like I've, I've kind of, you know, just dealt with, uh, you know, managing pain. Um, but anyway, I, I thought it was a good idea. There was a reason why she bought it for me in the first place, right? Because decompress the spine, take all that pressure off, alleviate the back pain. Um, so anyway, we decided, hey, let's finally put it together. And this instruction manual is, I mean, I don't know. The, the, the font is like one point font. Like it's, it's. So you, you reading it is not a thing. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So uh, we, she's we were, we had burgers tonight, not to get too inside baseball, and uh, average just squeezes the mayonnaise onto the thing, and it came out as uh, I don't know <laughs> sour cream, maybe spoiled sour Dude, cream. It was uh, and, uh, and uh, wa- uh, watching him try to find the expiration date on that. We we should have went live. Uh, <laughs> this guy's. You know. I also wasn't wearing my glasses. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and I only could pick on him because I can see close up. I can't see far away. So and and Kelly is in a similar situation. She's she's got the good eyes out of out of the both of us. So she's she's doing the whole reading the instructions, and I'm doing the whole. All right, let's let's assemble this. You tell me what to assemble, and we get the whole damn thing put together. To the point where she's like looking at the instruction manual, going, "Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it." And I'm like, "Hot damn, I'm getting in this thing!" And I, uh, so I get in it, I strap my ankles in, and uh, I'm like, "All right, cool." The height seems right, you know, like it's adjustable if Uh you're a taller or shorter person. And I'm like, "All right, cool. My head is here, my ankles are here. All right, uh, let's go." And I and I didn't even like aggressively at all. I just kind of shifted my weight. And just fucking yeeted myself completely. <laughs> I mean, the thing flipped all the way, went all the way, right? Totally past 180 degrees. I come flying out of the thing, hit my back, like right, there's like a bar, there's an A-frame with a bar, just right on my fucking back, on the bar. And and Kelly's looking at me like, is he dead? And, and I'm like, just don't do anything. Just don't do She goes, what can I do? How, how can I uh, just don't do anything? Like, I need to figure out whether or not I'm actually hurt here. Let, let, let me explore what just happened. Like, it just. And um, and she picks a, p- picks up the instruction manual. And because I'm I finally roll out of this thing and and I'm like in such pain. And I and there's this. There's this tether, this strap that, that comes from the, the 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 frame that gets tethered to the table so that it can only go so far back, right? Like it's a safety strap. So you don't get the whole Ferris wheel action. Yeah. And um, and I'm like, ah, man, I wonder if this is supposed to be... And she, she flips over the, the next page of the instruction manual and goes... Attach safety tether to yeah. it. I'm just like big bold letters, substantially larger font than the rest. That was an important piece of information, don't you think? Like, so I'm going to be feeling it tomorrow. Um, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where I, I, I like totally. And she goes, "Man, are you are you all right? Are you going to be okay?" And I said, "Well, I'll probably need an inversion table." <laughs> yeah, it's like it just. Can we install that strap so I can uh, make my back feel better? Oh my gosh, dude. It it was yeah it's bad but I tried it again we got the safety thing I made her get in it I I flipped her upside down she sat there for a minute I got in it I wanted to see 
if I got in it, could I get myself out of it? Right. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, you stand here. You're my safety. But I just want to see. I want to lean myself back. I want to see if I can get myself out of it. And I was able to get myself out of it because my, my fear is that I get home from work and I'm like, all right, cool. Get in the inversion table. And he dead. Yeah, and <laughs> like that, Kelly that. works till midnight. Yeah. Doesn't even check on you and goes to bed. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think I'll be fine. But um, yeah, that was my that was my adventure today. I'm gonna probably not be able to walk tomorrow when I get up, but we'll see. I've been I've been self medicating with uh, I'm trying these high noon uh, tequila. They came out with a, a high noon tequila, which is basically the same thing as your regular high noons, except instead of vodka, they put tequila, yeah. and you can definitely taste it. I mean, oh, it's nice. It's not like it's any stronger. It's not stronger than than the regular high noons. It just has a tequila flavor to it which if you like that sort of thing um so i don't know where i'm at on it i'm kind of you know i'm kind of on the fence because i don't normally mix passion fruit with tequila so (laughs) you never know yeah uh yeah when it comes to seltzers i had uh what that bud light cocktail one that was good and then you had the truly uh, poolside that i liked that you all hated and then uh, tonight uh, I'm over at Averages and we're having some dinner talking about what we're going to do podcast-wise. And he goes, man, we were at uh, Fry's and we picked up these uh, truly Wonderwall seltzers. Those things suck. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> uh, my, my my bag is just completely full of those. I like those. Yeah. All, oh, it's, it's okay if you like them, I guess. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah I, was, I was not a fan. Uh, I don't know. They're like the one that's like a mystery flavor. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's probably just leftovers of all the other flavors that they put in. You know, it's the diesel fuel version of. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of the, left. the stems and seeds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We we powered through a whole pack of those though, and uh, yeah, I probably won't be re-upping on them. Um, I. As of right now, I'm probably not re-upping the tequila high noons either. I think I'm just going to stick to what we know. Well, I, I really have a hard time when it comes to seltzers just finding one that I can stand more than you know one or two. Yeah, type of thing. Uh, I'm only drinking seltzers tonight because uh, yeah, that was it was a lot of beer today. <laughs> uh, I had my nice little three hour nap, which is good. Uh, one thing that I was kind of unpack because I was telling Average's story in the break is uh, so I. Uh, raced home this morning to get ready for golf and uh, I'm wearing uh, shorts and Crocs <laughs> and my house has two garages and the beer fridge is in one cars in the other so I'm loading up beer and I'm walking back and forth and all these people are walking their dogs in front of my house and I finally went oh my god all these people can see me in shorts and Crocs and uh, I have to blame Mrs. Average because she's the one who got me the Crocs and Damn it, they're comfortable. They are. Damn it, they are comfortable. Uh, they, they ain't shit for fashion, but no. uh, yeah. And then the, the sad thing is, I did realize that yeah, Croc season is over because you can't you can't be wearing shorts and Crocs. You just can't. <laughs> well, then you, you get that you can't you, you can't get that it. sunburn. <laughs> yeah. you, know, like, with the, the, <laughs> you get the Croc pattern on top of your feet. Uh, that's no good. <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> you can't be rolling up to the golf course with, with a Croc tan. Uh, that's. Uh, I will say we played with uh, Trey today. And Trey went full pink. And part of his full pink was uh, some company makes golf shoes, or maybe they're regular shoes, they look like golf shoes, out of croc material. Mm-hmm. There are no laces or anything, but he hmm. had full pink ones. Really? And, I mean, pimpin's pimpin' is, huh. you know, where he was. Yeah. Uh, they looked comfortable. I think my shoes, as much as I 
as hard as I swing, I'd probably swing right out of those shoes for sure. Now, is he still driving the Broham? Uh, uh, didn't even Eldorado. Uh, no. Didn't even look and see what he was driving today. Hmm. We were just too impressed with his pink on pink on pink. All right, that's it's yeah. a statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, man, I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> now that I now that no, I came, no, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, back, think, you're thinking about it back into my mind. Yeah, it's it's not comfortable at all. Um, so. I feel like I'm obligated to clear up a couple of things because uh, in, if you listen to the last podcast, we had a guy, PJ Escobar, write in and uh, told us an anecdote about going on a golf trip with some buddies and uh, you know getting a little emotional on the drive home, uh, may or may not be alcohol-induced. Um, we've, we've all been there alcohol-induced-wise. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm obligated to uh, just kind of clear things up a little bit. Uh, we're in no way, shape, or form picking on uh, this PJ character. Uh, I feel like um, uh, we got death threats because uh, Pablo <laughs> Escobar apparently is a real person. <laughs> uh, you know, and he listens to the podcast. We should have never went to Mexico. Turns out, um, yeah. No, um, we've all been there, right? We've all we've all been in those situations where uh, you know you may or may not have had a little too much to drink for like many days in a row. <laughs> And uh, it was a lot of days in a row. <laughs> uh, next thing you know, you're crying real tears in the back of a uh, vehicle. Uh, yeah, it, it happens to the best of us. Um, we're not going to. It wasn't meant. Uh, first of all, PJ, uh, you wrote in. So, yeah, listen, uh, settle down. You're the one that wrote in. Um but no, we're we're not here to pick on anyone. Uh, we're just here to. Uh, and we protected your name. I don't know why you came so hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nobody could have figured out that code. <laughs> I mean, how many how many PJs are? Uh, yeah. <laughs> who who the fuck is PJ anyway? <laughs> Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. I just, I just feel like I uh, owe it to uh, PJ. Uh, make sure everyone knows that uh, you know he's the one that wrote in. I, <laughs> yeah, we didn't just make it up. <laughs> but we did, we did. Uh, so somebody, um, <laughs> somebody. Um, I'm not even going to try to mask this person's identity because it'll just be way too obvious. And I feel like there is, um, you know, there's things at stake. Um, but one of his buddies wrote in that apparently was on the same golf trip. And, um, again, we're not even going to try to mask his identity. We're just going to go full anonymity, uh, full anonymous, um, yeah, apparently there was some teabagging involved oh. on on the same golf trip. Uh, so that's a legend. No, nobody remembers. It, right. Well, one of his uh, one of his buddies wrote in, and and apparently, if you see a dark, shadowy figure <laughs> in the middle of the night, um, yeah, yeah, with uh, a pendulous <laughs> <laughs> scrotum <laughs> heading your way, uh, take cover. 
Uh, it's not a lucid dream. It's probably actually happening. So uh, what I'd say is sleep on your belly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all right, that, that's enough. That's enough with that. Um, we don't need. We, I feel like we could get in the weeds. Um, anyway, yeah, definitely write in uh, again. The real, not the real. The real. Uh, you said the real last time. The, did I say the real? Yeah. It's not the real. I, I thought you were big timing. Uh, that's that's Instagram handle is the real average Johnson. I was gonna say you got a blue check mark on Twitter too. Email email is uh, well. There's so many people trying to be average Johnson. <laughs> I had to go check mark. I had to go the real average Johnson, right? Uh, no, uh, definitely send in your email. Uh, the average minute at gmail dot com. G- we we're, we went full Gmail. I didn't go Juno. <laughs> I didn't go AOL. Full Gmail, dude. Um, yeah, the average minute at gmail.com. Send us your stories, uh, any questions, any lifestyle segments, uh, anything. We are here for you. Oh, and then upcoming, we have uh, we're not doing Wednesday at Whips, or I mean, maybe you are. Uh, I got uh, Jessica's birthday is uh, going to take precedent over podcasting for me. Uh, so, probably a church run. And then we got uh, golf on Saturday. Right. And then uh, Sunday's Easter. We'll it's, figure, we'll, it's also the Masters. And the Masters, uh, yeah. More, my, more importantly, yeah. it's Masters <laughs> week, dude. So. Uh, we know how you appreciate Easter. It's the Masters. <laughs> Listen, um, you know, if you're into the whole... Uh, uh, all of the many denominations of uh, Judeo-Christian heritage and faith, um, listen, he rose from the dead. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just it, ruined it for everybody. If you're not, if you're going, if you're going full pagan, uh, there's a bunny. And yeah. Bob, why, <laughs> why does the bunny hide his eggs? Because uh, he doesn't want to know he's been fucking chickens. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good. That's my favorite joke my dad ever told me. That's was, a good reason. Uh, I was uh, getting ready to go on an Easter egg hunt because uh, I was that young. And my dad, as I'm getting out of the truck, goes, do you know why he hides the eggs? And I said, no. And he goes... Because he doesn't want anybody to know he's been fucking chickens. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm eight. <laughs> so, uh, this, is, this is done every year. <laughs> yeah. um, Easter. I'll, I'll it, make that joke every year, It's too, a thing, so. but it's not every year that the Masters coincides with Easter. It's not, it's not hardly ever on Easter. So, um, it, more importantly, it's Masters week. Um, you who? Look, let's go early pick. Who do you got? Scheffler. Really? You're going. You're going. I'm going chalk. Back to back. Yeah. Well, I, I interesting. Think, I don't think Rom's game carries into the Augusta very well. Scheffler definitely does. Uh, Rory's too much of a mental case. Uh, and then, I mean, who else? I mean, there's a wild card in there for sure because there always is. Uh, uh, so I assume Tiger's in the field. He's definitely in the field. Yeah, ti- Tiger playing uh, Augusta. I will go back to when he won it last, uh, 2019. When on number 12, it, I mean, I, I'm watching it in real time, and you saw he was playing with Molinari uh-huh. and uh, Fino. Fino. And on number 12, Molinari goes for the stick. Sucker pen on 12 mm-hmm. every freaking Sunday of Augusta. It's a sucker pen. Mm-hmm. You don't go for it. And as soon as Molinari hits that shot, you just see Tiger cover his mouth because he's laughing. 
And sure as shit, Molinari goes in the water. Finau gets up and uh, attacks the flag. And Tiger's just, I mean, he's, he's using two hands now to cover his face. Watch it. it. This is what happened. He's using two hands now to cover his face. And uh, fucking Finau's in the water. Mm-hmm. Tiger gets up there. Total Jack Nicholas, middle of the green, green. right where you're supposed to go, and you trickle it down and tap in, take your par. That's all you need to do. Don't be carding no five on number 12. Right. That's what the other guys did. And then, uh, I mean, I think I've said this a thousand times. I haven't said it on a podcast, so I'll continue. But then on 18, I mean, you got Jim Nance as an announcer. I forget who his little, you know, color guy was at the time. Tiger takes a three-wood up the right-hand side. And you know it's it's the place to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits right the shot where it should be, and then his next shot. I mean he he's got he can bogey or, or I think it was bogey or double to win. Still. No, or no, bogey was, to win. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. he was playing for a bogey. Uh, his very next shot, he basically laid up on a par four to be in the flat spot for the perfect chipping spot. I mean, you couldn't he couldn't have dropped it in a better spot. Uh, right. And both Nance and whoever the hell his color guy was. Uh, Azinger probably uh, just doing the. Oh, he didn't get that. He, I'm like, he didn't. He wasn't going for it. Yeah. He was. He was going for that spot so he can put it in the spot he wants to, and chips it right up next to the hole. And, you know, tap in, and he wins. And it's that's course management. That's what you're talking about with uh, you know everything we ever say. Is he Tiger knows that course so well that I would never count him out of at, at Augusta. Right. Ever. He knows exactly where to go. He plays the shot that he should play, not the shot he wants to play. And that's where we as mediocre golfers, I think with lessons, we are getting to the point that we have the shot that we should play and being able to execute it type of thing. We're, we're getting there. Because uh, it's one thing knowing, and it's another thing doing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm reaching the point where I know what I need to do. I just can't do it yet. And I'm that that's where I, I think my scoring right now with... Uh, lessons and whatnot my ball contact and ball striking is substantially better i probably need a 14 hour chipping lesson uh maybe hire a robot to do my chipping for me i don't know what the hell i need to do uh but if i get my chipping back uh you know i'm going so low (laughs) i feel so confident about saturday (laughs) Uh, no to bring it full circle we're, we're going we're playing a practice round on saturday at uh great eagle because it's uh, the closest thing on the west side, probably, that we have to a uh, a penal-type setup like uh, like Emerald Canyon, which is where we're playing the Battle of the Bridge. So we're looking for, and we're going full match play. I don't know who the fourth is. It's you, me, and Whip, and it, I don't know if he told uh, you he hasn't said anything. who the fourth was. But um, whatever, the, whatever the setup is, we're going full match play, no strokes, heads up, right? Like, I might take on John. Heads up. Um, well, he'll have had a lesson, so, you know, you probably... probably yeah. <laughs> so, advan- advantage. 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 <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey, John, did you hit the water bottle on that? <laughs> Stop telling me stuff. A uh, little bit of hip sway. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're going full We're going full match play. Like, I'm, I'm not, going, not going stroke play, going full match play. And uh, just trying to peak, trying to peak for the uh, Battle of the Bridge. So, oh, and we need to go full match play. I, I know, like when we've played the the friendly rounds together with the the match play, we still hole out and that sort of stuff. 
we really need to do the full, you know, all right, we're we're frenemies. We're, yep. we're going at each other. Uh, I'm going to, you know, get in your head. I'm going to, you know, say my little quips. And, you know, unfortunately, you and I share a lot of quips, so that's not going to be that fun if it's you and I. Uh, but, you know, the gimme's a gimme. You don't have to finish it. Uh, and just, I, I think it'll be fun. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, for sure. So that's the plan. Um, so no no podcast Wednesday. Do we do we want to do Tuesday? I, I'm thinking if we move it to Tuesday, I, I can do that. We got to check with uh, the barrage and see if it's yeah. open. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, he'll listen to this, and Missy will tell us. <laughs> Good morning, Missy. Hi, Missy. <laughs> Hi, Missy. I mean, Mom. <laughs> Uh, we're not calling you mom. No, it's Bill and hey, she knows. Uh, okay. we've, <laughs> yeah, uh, we've we've been through all this. Uh, for all you out there in podcast land, that's a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure reference. Um, yeah. So I think we beat this horse to death. So uh, we could rehash the same stories over and over. Uh, where are you on that inversion table? <laughs> uh, let's talk about course management. This this brings in this is the part of the podcast where we talk about course management. No. Um, all right. Well, I think we've had it. Um, I'm going to drink some more of these high noon tequila. Uh, I'm uh, drinking the crappy trulies that average said sucked and I like wonder so. wonder, wonder lust or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Mystery flavor. All right. Um, for, uh, Bob motherfucking Mooney, this is average motherfucking Johnson. And, uh, for, for everybody here at the average minute, uh, we'll see you in the rough. <laughs>